0: stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypannuccio.com forward slash act. How many of you have experienced this? You start off writing your story in this flurry of excitement and the writing's going really well. And then you get stuck somewhere in the middle and you reach this, um, kind of an wall or impasse in your story, and you then lose all your motivation. I'm Nancy Panuccio, and on today's episode of Writer Unleashed, we'll explore why our motivation fizzles out, what causes it, and we'll talk about how to restore it. And I'll give you a strategy to stay motivated day by day. Stay tuned. Writer Unleashed is for you So, you're stuck in the middle of your novel or your story or your memoir, and now you've lost motivation and you don't know how to get it back. So, how do you get your mojo back so you can bring your work in progress to the finish line? How do you keep writing with joy and excitement? Well, let's talk about why we lose motivation in the first place. Why does it happen? Well, writing, first of all, writing is solitary, and that can be hard for some of us. You know, we're writing in a vacuum. That can be isolating. Now, I'm one of those writers who thrives with solitude. I'm at my best when no one's home, and I have complete control over my time, and my cats are sleeping. But I still crave community. I still crave connection with other writers or even with other, just other creatives. I like to have a brain trust around me. And if you don't have support and you don't have that community, you probably don't know how good your writing actually is. You know, we tend to be microcritical Of our own work. We're our own worst censors. We're not the best judges of our own writing, and we tend to focus on what we think isn't working or feeling right about our work in progress, and we can't always see our own strengths because mostly they're innate. And most of the time, we can't see where our story is brilliant or where it's moving. We really need skilled readers and generous readers to reflect that back to us and seeing your work's potential and seeing that it's actually really good and where it's good can get your writing with renewed excitement and unstoppable momentum. So number one, find your community. Now, when I was getting my MFA, um, years ago. Uh, it was a low residency program. So that meant that I would spend two semesters working from home and I was working one-on-one with a mentor, but that was, you know, we were writing letters back and forth and I would send my manuscript to, I would mail it to my mentor. He would mail it back with his response and we we did a lot of letter writing. It was great. But the residency then would be twice a year in between semesters, and that's when we'd spend 11 days on campus, and we'd attend workshops and lectures. But the most valuable part of that experience was the community of writers I met and am still forever friends with. You become so close real quick with people who are experiencing the same challenges, the same triumphs, or just... The same fascination with story, you know, being around people who like to geek out on storytelling is really a a fabulous thing. It's energizing and it's inspirational. So if you don't have a community of writers that you trust, listen to episode 20, where I talk about how to choose or start a writer's group. And I promise you, it will change your relationship to your writing. Now, I see a lot of people on Facebook groups and this can be somewhat of a support system, but I always find that nothing can replace sitting in a room with other writers. And I know right now we're still in the midst of this pandemic and everything is turned inside out and sideways and upside down and groups now have to be remote. And the whole social distancing thing, if you do gather in person, can be challenging. And I don't know about you, but I think a lot of connection is lost when everyone's behind a mask. But Zoom meetings are a great alternative. You can see everyone up on the screen. You can share documents. You can brainstorm. And I think these are far better than social media groups where you can have thousands of members and anyone can join. And you can't easily form relationships. There's something, it's it's really all on the surface in these groups. And they're not always supportive or they give bad advice. And I see a lot of writers cutting other writers down and demeaning them for the questions they ask. And I think that's just downright dangerous and demotivating. So find your community. Listen to episode 20 on Writers Groups. Number two, the second reason that we often lose steam is we don't have accountability. We're not always good at keeping ourselves accountable. And that's because we don't have deadlines or we don't keep to our own self-imposed deadlines. And that's because we don't have someone nudging us to complete something and deliver it. You know, it's really easy to let things slide when we're not accountable because everything becomes more urgent, doing the dishes, binge watching Netflix. You know, that's why belonging to a peer group or a writing class can keep you motivated because then hell or high water, you're probably going to deliver the best story you can. So it will help you elevate your story. Now, whether you're in a class or you're working with a writing coach or you belong to a writer's group, this will all help you keep, keep yourself accountable which is really motivating. A third reason we can lose motivation is from a premature fixation on getting published. Now, the reason we can get so consumed with a desire to publish or worrying as we're writing if our work will ever get published is because we don't feel like we have the right to call ourselves a writer until we're published. Because we think getting published is that return on our time investment, which is huge. The only thing, though, that makes you a writer is writing. That's it. Chase Jarvis, who wrote the book Creative Calling and is also the founder of Creative Live, said this, something to the effect of this. He said, you have to do the verb in order to become the noun. So Publishing doesn't make you a real writer. In fact, it's irrelevant in terms of the quality of your work. Lots of writers self-publish bad books these days. Now, getting published is the end game, of course. But while we're writing and while we're in the middle of our story, we should be focused on what the work needs without any thoughts of publication. If you focus on the writing itself... Publishing will be more likely to follow in due time. But here's why premature fixation on publishing can demotivate you. Social scientists have done countless studies on human motivation, and they've done experiments with kids, with monkeys, and with adults. And they found that we all have three main drives. The first is biological, so food, sex, and sleep. The second drive is for reward. So for example, if we study harder, we'll get an A in math. If we work longer hours, we'll make more money. You get the idea. So these do work in the short term and our performance may improve in the short term. But what happens when we're focused on the external reward, like the published book, we diminish The third drive, which is our internal motivation, which is simply the joy of doing the work for the sheer pleasure of doing it. Now, publishing is the external motivation, but to stay motivated, we need to keep in touch with why we're driven to write in the first place. Now, for some of us, it's to heal or to rise above a painful situation. For others, We just love to entertain. And for others, we just love the process of crystallizing a thought, an idea, or an image. Or we love to explore humanity. We're fascinated by what it means to be human. So we all have our why. So think about why you're driven to write. What's the internal impetus? A fourth thing that can demotivate us is a lack of the necessary technique to keep going. Now, writer's block is a real thing. Lack of motivation is a real thing. But it most often comes from not having enough technique to align with your vision of the story at this particular stage. Now, Ira Glass calls this the gap between your good taste and your stage of development right now. Now, years ago, in my early 20s, I was working in gray advertising as the secretary for the Fruit of the Loom underwear account. And look, I was a terrible secretary. That's just not my genius zone. So eventually I was fired. And my first thought was, great, now I can finally write my novel. So I felt, uh, I felt set free from what really... Uh, felt like a prison to me. So instead of looking for another job in advertising or publishing, I took a job as a waitress at Chi Chi's Mexican restaurant with this thought that I'd work the breakfast and lunch shifts and then use my afternoons to write my novel. So here I was, I had this great corner desk with my then word processor pre-computer days, and I had my notebook. In those days, I wrote my first drafts by hand. But within a few months, I lost all motivation. All my drive evaporated. And the reason was that I had no idea how to write a novel. I just thought the will to write it was enough. Now, I had never been to a writing workshop at that point. I had always been told by my teachers that I was a talented writer. So I thought that the desire and the talent was all I needed. I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know that I had no technique or even that writing a novel required certain techniques. So I felt empty. I felt disconnected from my story. My characters were shallow. The writing just wasn't what I was envisioning in my head. And I knew it sucked and I didn't know how to make it better, but I just thought that I was no good. So I gave up. I closed my notebook. Now, many of us stop writing for weeks, months, or years whenever we hit this wall, but inevitably the urge to write comes back. Now, eventually for me, I don't know if it was a few months or a few years after giving up on that novel, but I took my first writing workshop at NYU and I started to learn about basic writing techniques. And then About 15 years later from that, I earned my MFA in writing. And that was really where I made the greatest shifts in my writing. Now, I'm still learning every day. We're never done learning. There's always more to learn. But my point is that often we lose motivation because we just don't have the skill to move our story forward. And we get to this impossible flaw. And when the writing doesn't go well, we mistake our lack of technique for a lack of talent. And we start to think, well, maybe I'm just not that good after all. And we look at other writers and we look at their published books and say, I'll never be able to do that. I'm not that talented. And we don't have a clue about how much work and rewriting and sweat and self doubt and frustration and confusion and training that went into that book and all the failed novels and stories that preceded it, we only see the finished product. We don't see the years of hard work and training that went into it. So talent isn't enough. You can have a natural talent for dancing, but that doesn't make you a ballerina. You have to train, you have to develop your technique. So find a good mentor or a workshop Read books on the craft, train, and practice. A fifth thing that keeps us unmotivated, well, when we get down to it, really feeling unmotivated is really just a lack of flow. So the question becomes, how do we put ourselves into a state of flow? Because when you're in flow, you're on fire. You're not focused on yourself. You're energized. You're focused on what your work needs. You are writing at your most optimum and the writing feels effortless and it feels good. It's when writing feels euphoric. Now flow isn't something you have to wait for. You can put yourself into a state of flow. So we're in flow when two things happen when what we want to accomplish is just beyond reach, so it's not too difficult and it's not too easy. It's a challenge, but it's still within reach. It's a notch or two above what you're currently able to do well, and this is why we're always deepening our craft. Well, we also reach a state of flow when the goal is smaller, doable, and more concrete. So number five, Go for incremental improvements. Rather than focus on the big picture of your story or your book, rather than focus on getting published before your work is even fully baked, work on one element at a time. So what does that look like? Well, here's my process. What works for me is the first thing I do with any project is I write down everything I'm thinking or feeling, and I riff on things. I just open up my material and explore it. And I have to be in a state of flow to even explore my material. And then I start chipping away at it and I remove all the excess and the repetitions. And um, and and this way, I can kind of start to see what it is that I'm writing. And then I get more granular. I'll focus on one scene or one paragraph, maybe just the first line. Now, you can spend hours just working on one sentence or one paragraph. I mean, I've spent hours just working on one paragraph, honestly. So... I may take just one moment from the story and I'll work on bringing more sensory detail into it. So when you work in this way, you're making incremental improvements. You know, progress really doesn't happen in the broad strokes. It's not in the big leaps. It happens in those small two millimeter shifts. And they're look, there's a myriad of elements that you as the writer have to be concerned with. And there are only so many of those that you can focus on at any given time. And if you focus on one element at a time, one scene, one chapter, one character, you'll make incremental improvements that will result in big progress. So to stay motivated, number one, Find your community. It's got to be a community you trust. Number two, be accountable. Number three, always be developing your craft. Number four, get back in touch with why writing is important to you. And number five, focus on one thing at a time to keep you in flow and go for incremental changes. So just know this. Every time you sit down to write, you are getting better little by little, page by page, scene by scene, sentence by sentence, word by word. So here's something you can do to keep yourself motivated. At the end of each day, ask yourself whether you wrote better today than you did yesterday. Did you write more? Did you write well? Or to be specific, Did you get closer to finishing that scene? Did you make a particular character more complex? Did you make the dialogue more subtle, less expository? Or did you describe the city street with more sensory detail? Now, the goal here is not to be brilliant every time you sit down to write. Instead, look for small strokes of improvement maybe you wrote longer or you wrote you know some days we don't write so maybe just the fact that you wrote or you wrote with more focus maybe you resisted checking facebook until you finished that difficult scene you've been putting off writing to borrow a suggestion from Dan Pink who wrote a great book on motivation by the way called drive Reminding yourself that you don't need to master it on day three or get a publishing contract after that first draft of your novel is the best way to ensure that you master it by day 3000. And here's an added boon. You're more likely to get published. And if you really want to get a fix on how far you've come, look at something you wrote a year ago or a few years ago or a few months ago or even last week. And compare it to something you're working on today. And I'm gonna leave you with a quote by the professor and writer Jake Cook True change isn't willful, it's so fluent and intuitive that we don't even realize it happened. Thank you so very much for tuning in today. I hope this episode helped motivate you to keep writing, but don't go anywhere after the show without subscribing. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review to help make Writer Unleashed more visible to other writers. As always, you can find important links and details in this episode show notes available on nancypannuccio.com slash podcast episode 29. Keep writing and I'll talk to you soon. Happy 2021 to all of you out there. Onward and Upward.